fallibilism. Fallibilism is the start that you could be wrong. And the reason for that is that a fallibilist knows there is something to be wrong about. And when we say wrong about, we mean there is something to be objectively wrong about. There really is nothing more to it. But the consequences of this are vast and far-reaching and worth unpacking. All of what I have just said about fallibilism makes fallibilism actually the strict opposite to relativism. Relativism, after all, claims that there is nothing to be wrong about in any objective sense. There is no being objectively right or wrong. People just make claims relative to who they are, where they are, or when they are. And fallibilism is the opposite simultaneously to forms of dogmatism, which say one cannot possibly be wrong because one is in possession of the dogma, the final truth on some matter. If one takes justificationism seriously, if one is actually justified by some means, it could be the evidence or it could be Bayesian inferring, then one has the stance that they are not wrong. They are justified in their truth. Only fallibilism correctly walks the line between its two opposites, relativism and dogmatism. Relativism and dogmatism are actually very closely aligned. They both agree that being wrong is something they cannot objectively be in the state of being. The dogmatist insists they cannot be wrong, and the relativist says they cannot be wrong. The dogmatist just says that anyone who disagrees with them is certainly wrong, and the relativist says that everyone else is just as wrong as they are. All of this arises, when we analyse it philosophically, out of the error that is justificationism. What is this justificationism? Well, it's the idea that you should try to justify as true your beliefs in some way, and when you have, then you have knowledge, or probably have knowledge or some such. And because they, the erstwhile justificationists, eventually find that this project always fails, they will conclude that trying to justify as actually true some claim or other is a fool's errand, and thus conclude the pursuit of knowledge itself is a pointless exercise by the means of justification. They recognise the error, but usually not the solution. The error they recognise, correctly, is that justificationism is false. We cannot justify our knowledge as true in science, because no amount of evidence ever shows something might not be shown false, no matter how confident or close you think you might be to getting to absolute certainty, or in mathematics either, because you never can be sure, or rather, you can never prove as true your axioms. You never know how you might be labouring under a misconception and so on. Because all of this, in whatever domain, from science through to morality and mathematics and more, the justificationist concludes, wrongly, that knowledge cannot therefore be possible. So many times they, the people who think knowledge is about justifying things as true, fall into relativism. Because they think it's the only option left. So they conclude we must all have our own morality. For example, because it's all culturally contingent, it depends on the tribe in which we were raised, or we all have our own models in science. None of these scientific models ever actually track reality, but they are just convenient tools that work in some narrow domain. But they can never possibly tell us anything true or false about reality. Reality on this view might not even exist after all. There is no fact of the matter, just subjective understanding. And that is not anchored to anything real. After all, there might not be anything real. There is nothing, perhaps, to even be wrong about. So all of that, relativism, is just one route. The other route is just to embrace justifying as true our beliefs, even though we know it has failed. 
So we end up in authoritarian dogmatism. We then must hear about settled science or the perfect inerrant word of God, or we must believe as true the evidence, as though evidence is itself a final theory that never requires any interpretation. Evidence is prima facie facts. It does not depend upon theory for its interpretation on this view. Dogmatism may be just as prevalent today as relativism, and that is not a mistake because, as I said, they are in truth very closely aligned in denying the possibility of being in an objective state of error. So it is only fallibilism that is the best and correct solution to recognizing that we cannot justify as true our beliefs, or even justify them as probably true. None of that is needed because our good explanations of the world are good by measuring them against their competitors. Rarely are there any competitors, but when there are competitors, only the fallibilist can properly understand how it is that they, those theories, can be objectively wrong and that techniques like experimentation can reveal an objective error in all of them except for the one that's left standing, the one that goes unrefuted by its encounter with the reality that really exists. Fallibilism says we cannot find the final truth, but we can be wrong. And why? Because there is something to be wrong about. There always is. This stands in utter contrast to relativism, and it stands in utter contrast to dogmatism that says we know we can have the final truth in hand. Both relativism and dogmatism are morally dangerous alternatives. The relativist because they are impotent in the face of evil. The dogmatist because they will mistakenly fight to the death to defend an evil they think is good. Where other philosophies like empiricism have attempted to walk a different path to pure dogmatism or deference to authority and relativism, or even its more ancient cousin known as radical skepticism, which also denied the possibility of knowledge, all of these get it wrong because they think what we should desire is a search for truth that can somehow end in the truth. But it cannot. We can search for the truth and we can fail to find it, objectively. We do search for the truth. We search for objectively good solutions to our problems and we do make progress by correcting errors. Progress means objective improvement, and objective improvement means we have managed to find out something more about reality, something that brings us closer to the truth about what that reality is. But reality is infinitely complex, so it is impossible to have a finally true statement about it. Our claims about it amount to statements, not propositions, propositions being the elemental claims about reality that have a final truth value. What we have in our explanations of the world are instead statements. We make statements about reality. A statement is an approximation to a proposition. Propositions are represented by symbols in, for example, formal logic and pure mathematics. We assume they are true in order to find proofs of theorems. But it's all assumptions. Where we begin are the axioms. And axioms are sometimes simply called assumptions in formal logic for good reason. The theories of science and history and beauty and so on amount to statements about reality. They are claims about what is really there, and they can only ever be approximations to the final ontology. Again, because reality itself is infinitely complex and in all directions. An atom is infinitely complex. A galaxy is infinitely complex. A person is infinitely complex. We will never come to an end of learning about these things. We will go on describing and explaining each of these things approximately, but with increasing fidelity over time using our tools of reason to detect and correct errors. Since the Enlightenment, the key feature that allows us uniquely to achieve all of this is our reason. 
But we can be even more precise than merely this. The key feature of our reason that allows for progress is a tradition of criticism, which we can embrace as individuals and as whole civilizations. This critical approach is about recognizing that what we know is not the final word. It has flaws. We could be wrong about it. So to make progress, we criticize it, and through this criticism, we can identify errors, and then, with some effort, we can correct them by creating new explanations. Fallibilism. It is the opposite to relativism. Fallibilism says you can be wrong about something, and in embracing the fact that you can be wrong about something, you realize that you have before you an opportunity for progress. This is the only known way knowledge can be created. The identification and correction of errors, the possibility of error, is only contained properly within a fallibilist framework. It is thus the only robust way of making knowledge. All other options are fragile to falling into the trap of thinking Error is not possible here, either because so-called error making is merely relative to who you are, or making an error is simply not possible given one already has the truth or some calculation or some book or authority or some piece of evidence testifying to the fact that error simply is not possible here. Fallibilism. It's not relativism. It's not dogmatism. It is merely the recognition that there is something out there to be wrong about, and you personally could be wrong about it, and so could everyone else. But with an effort, we can identify what we are wrong about, correct it, and so make some objective progress. Of course, I could be wrong about this, or some of this, or all of this, but only because there is something to be objectively wrong about.